All right, welcome back to CBS Sports Radio. I'm Vince Quinn with you here. And one of the big things going on, I mean, we've seen it with the Titans, and they've had all sorts of cases, and that's been a big story. But now it pops up that Cam Newton is sick with COVID as well. So joining us to talk about it, he covers the Patriots for 98.5, the Sports Hub up in Boston. Alex Barth. Alex, what's going on? How's it going? It's been uh, Today's been a heck of a week, I'll tell you that. Well, <laughs> Yes, I mean, uh, what's the reaction? You wake up this morning, you find out Cam Newton's sick. How did you handle it? So I actually, you know, I'd gotten up early, which is rare for me on a Saturday. I, I walk down to Dunkin', I get my coffee, I come home, I'm going to have a nice, relaxing Saturday afternoon, watch college football, grill a steak, and then boom. It, it just, it's, it's still a little surreal. Uh, it's set in at this point, but I think the first hour or so, it was just like, because it's still surreal in some ways that Cam Newton's the Patriots quarterback overall. Yeah. So then for him to test positive was just this weird, you know, I have, I, you had to pinch yourself a couple times just to make sure this was all really happening. So now that you find out that Cam Newton is sick, and obviously it's Saturday and you get a game on Sunday, like what is the full situation now for the Patriots as we know in the moment? So the last update we got, the team met virtually Saturday night, and they were told, it wasn't specified by who, but they were told the plan is to play Monday. That's the current NFL plan. I'm guessing that came from the league. I don't think it came from, you know, Kraft or Belichick. I'm guessing that was the league telling them, as long as there's no more positive tests, we're going to play Monday. I know that they've floated the idea of playing Tuesday as well, but that puts the Chiefs in a spot where they would have to play three games in 10 days, something I don't think they would be thrilled about. So it's like with the Titans deal situation, right, when they first came out, and said, oh, we'll play it Monday. If we have to, we'll play it Tuesday. And then that game ended up getting kicked down the road. I think this is a similar case. The NFL saying they want to play it Monday. I think they're just trying to buy time to figure out what they're really going to do. Because for a number of reasons, it's just not feasible to play this game Monday or Tuesday. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously with the way cases spread, I can, I can understand the caution there. I guess if this game does get booted and it's not played Monday, it's not played Tuesday, like how complicated is that whole process? What are we looking at here? more complicated than it was for the Steelers. There is one formula out there right now, but it involves the Jets and the Chargers and the Patriots and Chiefs would end up playing week 17. And you move a bunch of bye weeks around, yada, yada, yada. So it can be done. I'll trust this. It was something I saw on Twitter. A number of reputable sources shared it. I'll trust it. If that person's math is right, there is a way to do it but it would be highly complicated and it kind of squeezes four teams. Like let's say, let's say that there's another rash of cases and the Patriots can't play next week against Denver. It makes it that much more difficult now to change things down the road. You're kind of, if it was the one game, it would be okay, but you don't know that it's going to be just the one game because Kansas City, obviously, they had a positive test as well in their quarterback room. So that's not encouraging. Now Mahomes has been exposed. So it can be done, but it might create more problems than it solves. Well, yeah, and can you imagine the situation if Mahomes and Cam didn't play in a Chiefs-Patriots <laughs> game? I mean, what a mess that would be, right? Well, that's why I'm thinking, you know, the league probably didn't take the Titans situation as seriously as they could have. And some of it was, it was the first outbreak, and I'll, I don't want to say I'll give them a pass, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I think here, not necessarily even because it's Cam, but because Patrick Mahomes could be exposed, You'd like to think the NFL takes every player's health and, and wellness and cares about them all equally, but, you, you know, we, we know that's not entirely the case. If Mahomes gets it, 
they might not have an option but to shut things down. Yeah. So I think they're going to be extra careful in this situation. Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're talking about all these big-time star players, future of the league, just the, the buzz. I mean, right. God forbid Mahomes gets sick from this, whether before the game or after the game, and they played, like, it, it'd be ugly. So uh, we're talking with Alex Barth, by the way, who covers the Patriots for 98.5, the sports hub. So let me ask you just in general, I mean, it's been three weeks where you've actually seen Cam quarterbacking the Patriots. How's he looked? He looked good. He looks a lot better than I thought he was going to. He looks healthy. That's the big thing. He's moving around incredibly well. He's got plenty of zip on the ball. That was what I was worried about. He's a tremendously talented player. He's only 31. It's not like he's over the hill. But he had so many injuries, and they seem to just linger at the end there in Carolina that you didn't know if you were getting damaged goods, for lack of a better word. Was this guy going to come in and his shoulder was instantly going to be a problem or his foot would be bad or whatever? And there's been no signs of that. He looks like a guy who hasn't played in a year in a good way. He looks like a guy who's fresh, is in shape, came in ready to go. And that's been the most fun part is just how physically, seeing how physically dominant he is, especially on some of those goal line runs where Seattle stopped it once, obviously to win a game, but it's the only time it's been stopped. He's just the biggest guy on the field and he plays like it. And it's really incredible to see. And from what I've seen, like, I've been impressed by it, and you read everything about Belichick and, and what he said about Cam, and it seems like he's giving all these glowing reviews. And so looking at the situation now, I mean, does this look like this is the next marriage here? Like, is Cam sticking around, you think? I'm not sure about that, because at the end of the day, he is 31. He does have the injury history, like I mentioned. Obviously, those things haven't popped up yet, but there's still a long ways to go. And I just don't see the Patriots giving him, you know, if he keeps playing like this, you're looking at a three-year, $90 million contract, potentially. I don't see the Patriots giving that to him, partially because of their own cap situation, but also that's just not how they've ever done things. They've never really given. Obviously, it's all new with the quarterback position, but if you were a guy who came in for a year, kind of one of these salvage projects of Belichick, comes in for a year, plays dominant, they never pay that guy if he's over the age of 30. So maybe it's different at the quarterback situation. Maybe Cam takes a deal. Maybe his play comes back down to earth and they can afford him and, and they figure it out at that point. But I think it's way too early to figure out if he's a long-term option. I think what is realistic, if they really do want to keep him, they could franchise tag him. And that may end up being less than what he's going to want per year. So that's on the table. But I think anything beyond that, you know, talking long-term, it's too early to tell. Well, that's fair because, let's be honest, I mean, if Cam doesn't play this week and then the Patriots, they play the Chiefs, the game happens, and as expected, Jarrett Stidham comes in and outduels Patrick Mahomes, then you've got a quarterback controversy, right? Like, you got to ride that out. you got to see what Stidham's got. Well, it's all, it's, I mean, it's going to be Brian Hoyer starting. So that really Oh, that's a shame. Come on. I need Stidham. I'm a Stidham truther. I need him in there. Well, you know, some people are saying if you, you don't need to see what you have in Brian Hoyer, you know – if this game is going to kind of be a throwaway anyway, why not see what you have in Jarrett Stidham? Yeah, that's certainly possible, and it's unfortunate, but the reality is right now you don't know what kind of long-term effect this illness is going to have on Cam Newton. The Red Sox have a pitcher, Eduardo Rodriguez, 25, 26 years old, very healthy, in-shape guy. He caught the virus right before the season, and he now has a lifelong heart defect. He just got cleared to walk. Last wow. Oh, my God. Diagnosed right back in June or it was late June or early July. So, you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Cam Newton, obviously, but this the, the virus itself presents a major unknown for his future Patriots or not. And obviously, you hope he's OK, but it, I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind. 
Now, we're talking with Alex Barth, who covers the Patriots at 98.5, the sports hub. And, and let me ask you about this, right? Because one of the big storylines on this season so far is obviously Cam and what he's done, but also Josh Allen and the Bills have looked great. And I'm just curious, like, for being a Patriots guy and having just a, a total, I don't know, like an open door basically through the division every year, I mean, what's the feeling of the Bills and the kind of present, uh, threat that they present for the division? Yeah, I'm not sold yet. They won two TCOB games, take care of business games, good for them. They haven't won those games in the past. And then that Rams game, they won, but I'm sorry, you're not going to convert, what was it, third and 21, third and 25, whatever it was, against good teams. That's just not going to happen. The Rams defense has struggled for most of the year. I have a lot of trouble putting stock in that game and saying, Josh Allen led a comeback. You know, he's face-masking pass rushers. He's running around, holding the ball out away from his body, like, He's still incredibly raw. He certainly has made some good throws. He's certainly shown improvement. I'm not saying that I've learned nothing from him or I haven't been impressed at all, but they still don't have that big boy wake-up win on their resume yet. They're supposed to, and we'll see what happens. They're supposed to play the Chiefs in two weeks. If they win that game or if they like hang in that game and Josh Allen goes toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes, we can talk. But until then, they're a good team. They're a better team but I'm not convinced that they are this superpower AFC contender up there with the Chiefs and Ravens like some people are. Hey, fair enough. And, and great talking to you. Thanks for checking in with everything going on. Because obviously just a, a nuts situation up there in New England. Alex Barth from 98.5 The Sports Hub. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me.